Welcome along to your weekly dose of NFL with us, the Utter Punts. What am I working with? Dan, you have to take a, a finger. I, I feel for you all. You can do that, you'll only lose by 20. <laughs> Into the postseason we go then, and who'd have predicted the Bills would win in Miami and the Titans have beat the Jags in the same week? Us, that's who. Crazy. Almost as nuts as the Eagles losing to the Giants. Mustn't laugh. It's incredibly boring. How is that yeah, boring? Carry on. Shut up, you. <laughs> if anybody mentions Taylor Swift, it's a straight red card and a two-pod ban. We got everything right last week. Yeah, cruised it last week. Pretty sure I only got one wrong. Professional, one wrong. <laughs> Unbelievable. I tell you what, I tell you what, it's <laughs> Welcome along then to Utter Punts in association with endzonekit.co.uk and Beer Keller. The playoffs get underway this weekend with the Super Wild Card Weekend. And what a set of fixtures that's going to be. We'll preview the TV games with the Utter Punts after we've introduced them. First up in Birmingham, it's our resident Viking, it's Big Dave Keane. Good day. I am probably right. Yeah, not definitely yeah. not Australian. <laughs> that a strange choice of greeting. Uh, alongside me in Manchester, a man who's never been more a Buffalo fan oh, in yeah. his entire life, despite actually being a Ravens fan. It's Dan Horton. Yeah, but the bills paid for Christmas, so uh, happy days. Thank you. Yeah, it could be responsible for a trip to the States as well. We will wait and see. <laughs> yeah. On the way, we'll chat about the playoffs, try and get a handle on the NFL coaching carousel, which goes round and round and round and of course we'll preview the games that are available on uk tv this week this is utter punts all right chaps how are we daniel yeah good really good yeah dave you well playoffs yeah good mate look at this bright and breezy start to this uh this year Mm. podcast that's very nice indeed shall we start with a bit of news for everybody would you like some news yeah here's some news the news is that we are hosting a Super Bowl watch party at mm. Beer Keller. It is all signed, sealed and delivered and we want you to be there. Get yourself to the Beer Keller website right now or onto their socials. You can book tickets directly through them. There's a couple of different packages that you can go for, but definitely we're hosting a VIP experience room in Beer Keller and it's going to be epic games, giveaways, prizes, food, drinks, big screens, everybody having a nice time. It's going to be absolutely sensational. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Yeah, Bill's beating the Niners. It'll be a great night. Oh, if it gets that far. If it gets that far. We will wait and see. Really looking forward to that. Uh, shall, we, um, shall we actually do the, the proper news now? I'll start, shall I? Bill Belichick has gone. Oh. See you later, what? Bill. Bill uh, Belichick's out is what producer Andy came up with. Um, nice. 24 seasons, a record of 266 to 121. That is not a bad winning record. Nine AFC Championship games, appeared in the game 13 times. He was 6-3 and three in the Super Bowl, and the nine appearances in the big game are a record for any head coach. An unbelievable tenure at the uh, at the New England Patriots, but the writing was kind of on the wall, Dan, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been on. It, it, it was it was on the wall last year, I think, and through the preseason at the start of this year, it looked ominous. And then there was we, we spoke about it. I mean, it's not really news to us because we we kind of said what was happening twelve weeks ago when they they lost in Germany, didn't they? Um, to I can't remember who they lost to, but it was was it the Colts? It was, wasn't it? Um, and the Patriots had spent a lot of money and a lot of time investing in being the German team, and they went over there and dropped an absolute egg. And I think Kraft was bored at that point. And that, the, the rumours I heard were that it was the decision was made there, 
uh, and it's just been a sort of trying to land it. He, he, Bilicek's almost got to the point where he's belligerently saying, "Well, sack me then," um, because he, you know, and Kraft made the decision that he's going to move on from it. The, the it's it's sad. And um, there's an interesting fact today uh, I saw, which was in- incredible, really. So the national championship game, the college game, was um, final was this was this week. Michigan won, well done, Michigan, and and uh, John, Jim Harbaugh, the brother of the Ravens head coach, won that with Michigan. Um, Nick Saban has retired today as well That's from huge. Alabama, which is equally as big a news from a big longer tenure. And I, and I saw a stat that says for the last 24 years, there was a 50% chance that either Saban or Belichick was the head coach of the championship team. Wow. Because either Alabama have won or New England have won. <laughs> and both of them have resigned on the same day, which I think is, is phenomenal. And that just shows the longevity. And in this day and age in any sport, that longevity and success is I think the, incredible. the Nick Saban news as well, uh, completely unexpected. I'm not sure yeah. anybody had seen it coming, uh, but he's obviously decided that that's it. He wants mm-hmm. to uh, He wants to, to sort of jack it, and, and you kind of understand it. I would imagine that we'll see Harbaugh back in the NFL in some way, shape or form. I'm sure Dave, Dave's going to talk about that right now, aren't you, Dave, Jim Harbaugh? Well, um, th- funnily enough, with uh, with Nick Saban, it's actually Dan Lanning from Oregon who's yeah. now the favourite to take over oh, wow. him, and that's interesting. Then there's another little stat around Bill Belichick that I found entertaining when I spotted it, which is those stats that you run out, his, his winning record and his losing record, they're both second best ever. So he's got second most wins, yeah. second most losses, right? So effectively, Bill Belichick, despite winning what six Super Bowls as a coach, has somehow turned himself into the Roger Black of coaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, which which, which I, I loved, but yeah. So just Jim Harbaugh, after basically racking up more rushing yards with his uh, Michigan team, then unfortunately the Huskies could put together in their entire offense. It was close, but they're still edged them out. Um, he, he's looking like he's going to be favourite to go to the French credit agency. Oh, That's really? I've heard as well. Yeah. The, yeah. the, 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 the charges. La charges. Yeah. La charges. Yeah. So um, it's looking like Harbour could be going there. I think both both Dan and I thought that was possibly more towards where Bill might end yeah. up. Um, but it, it looks like it's going to be another former NFL great coach coming back because. I remember that San Francisco team. I'd only really started watching it in, in depth at the time where he was there and he played against the Ravens in, in the Super Bowl. Um, Lost. Competitive guy, absolutely loved by his players. They did lose that game, but the players absolutely loved him. He actually only left San Francisco because he had a falling out with the ownership mm. about direction of teams and potentially having the players' backs too much. But people like Alex Boone, who was part of that uh, 49ers team that lost to the Ravens, I think, he only has good things to say about Harbour. I, I was hoping for him when we signed O'Connell. I'm happy enough with O'Connell. We'll see how that goes. But I guarantee whatever team gets Jim Harbour, they're going to be competitive while he's there and they're yeah. going to annoy some people. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great to have him back in the league. Yeah, he's the sort of coach, Jim Harbour, similar to his brother, really, who can um, probably unite a dressing room without um, really bringing too many players in. So he can he can turn an average team. A bit like what... Um, what's the... the bro- Brian Flores has done at the Minnesota defense, so the same sort of talent level players, but has made them all play better. He, he's he's a sort of he's a sort of coach that can raise 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 the tide. Jim Harbaugh. So interesting to see where he ends up. Interesting to see where in, in the contrast where Bill now ends up. But my, my my tip would be Washington. I think they're looking at restructuring and, and bringing people in to, to top down, and he would be someone you would say, let's get him in and. Um, 
That's the most polite you've ever been, by the way. I, I think just, you've just raised your hand. I, I, I was happy enough for Dan to carry on. I just wanted to come back to one little thing on the coaching cycle. Yep. Jimbo Fisher, do you remember him? Yeah. The former uh, offensive coordinator for the Lions, I think. Jim Bob Cooter. He's just been... Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you 100% certain on that, though? <laughs> don't, don't start this again. Are you 100% certain about that? Don't. No, I anyway. Uh, Depends what you mean. Just say. <laughs> definitely. It was definitely Osweiler. 100%. <laughs> it was. I know yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, but it was also Brock Osweiler, not Stupid Brett Osweiler. That's his nickname. Someone told me. But anyway, that's not the point, right? Um, the point here is. Um, He's getting paid seventy-five million not to be a coach anymore. Yeah, what a job that oh, is! I'd right? take that job any day of the week. Any day of the week. Mm. Uh, do you mm. think Jim Harbaugh has already got scouts out to steal some signs from various <laughs> NFL? We're gonna, <laughs> we'll go with that. Can, can we not go there? Is that poor it, form? No, poor I form. wouldn't. I wouldn't. It was nothing to do with him. No. That's what the American justice system. No, no. Said. Look, I am fully aware of what the American <laughs> justice system said. I was just peddling a stereotype, is what I was doing. Um, anything else that we need to talk about? Bears. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting because Luke Getsey, the offensive coordinator of the Bears, has been fired. Um, but they're keeping the the coach, um, Matt Eberflus, and they've obviously got the they've got a massive decision to make. The Bears and the fact that they've moved their offensive coordinator is it's a real concern that they're going to do this completely the wrong way, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got Justin Fields. So do they bring an offensive coordinator in now who's going to work with Justin Fields and build a game plan around Justin Fields and make them a better team? Or are they going to find an offensive coordinator for Caleb Williams, who they can draft with the number one overall pick, which will be a completely different offense, I would think. Um, so either they know who they're doing, what they're doing with that draft pick and keeping Chelsea Fields or not, or they don't. And if you're an offensive coordinator, why would you go there when they don't know which quarterback they're going to pairing you with? What, what's him? I, I would. I, it's a silly thing. I, you just you'd either hold on or make the decision first and, and bring someone you, you, yeah. you bring someone in that you must have the conversation but it just uh, these bad teams they stay bad and they stay bad for a reason and it's decision making like this that's just you know they, they have got a treasure trove of picks bears and if they don't make the most of it it'll be a shocking shame I agree but you just can't help thinking <laughs> that it's gonna go horribly wrong uh, can I can I just clarify <laughs> with you the name of the bears quarterback uh, Justin Fields just Justin, Justin Fields. Yeah, 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 not Jake from. No, or, no, no, um, no, no, no. I, I'm just checking because okay. essentially, on four or five times that you mentioned the quarterback's name over the course of that, it sounded very much like you were calling him Justine. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, producer Andy has noticed this as well, so I, I know I, it might just be your Stockport accent. I was just checking that you hadn't like taken a bet from somebody that you had to call him Justine Fields no. at some point during the podcast, no. and that I'd called it out and killed the bet. No, no. Cool. absolutely not. No, no. Uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields. Is that what it is? Is that what it sounds like? Still, Justin Fields. No, it's it's uh, yeah. uh, there's yeah. It's because I put a thing on the end, you see, Justin. So it adds it. Oh, you, you pronounce the N. Yeah. So rather than saying Justin. Well, so does he. So. <laughs> Fair um. enough. Uh, Dave, anything on the Bears? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh dear, oh dear. No, but apparently um, the right hand man to Ryan Poles, who's head of their recruitment, mm. he's been asked in for a couple of GM interviews yeah. elsewhere. So I'm hoping that things go a little bit more pear-shaped for them because they have 
drafted and signed some decent players of late. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to just to give you a full update of the coaches that have gone over the course of this season so far, started out with Josh McDaniels and Frank Reich and Brandon Staley. They're all gone. Then Arthur Smith, Ron Rivera, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, and now Bill Belichick as well. And that's just the head coaches. There has been a whole carousel mm. of coordinators that have gone missing as well. Um, we might even touch on the whole situation that's going on at the New York Giants a, a little bit later because that is a... That is an funny absolutely story, drama filled week. It's, it's, um, it's becoming a funny story. Yeah, the more information that comes it, out about it, it about is. It, it is. No, but I we are gonna. Idea. We're not gonna talk about it now because it might ruin something that's coming <laughs> later. If you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, in the meantime, before we move on to talk about our stock market game, it's bad news for somebody and uh, a fantasy game day. Let's hear from EndzoneKit.co.uk. They're absolutely brilliant. Here they are. Utterpunts is proudly sponsored by one of the best kit suppliers out there, Endzone Kit. Endzone is a transatlantic company whose mission is to make finding kits a little bit easier and a little bit more affordable so you can represent your favourite American sports teams. Whether you're looking for NFL, college football, baseball, hockey or basketball memorabilia, Endzone's got you covered. With sizes from newborn up to 3XL, anyone can find something at endzonekit.co.uk. And one of the things that we love is that they have a whole range of retro and pre-loved gear so you can rock your vintage style while supporting your team. So why not head to endzonekit.co.uk and find yourself a bargain. And because you listen to Utter Punts, you can have a 15% discount at checkout when you use the code PUNTS. endzonekit.co.uk, the place to go for your American sports kit. Um, you'll find out you'll find out what Dan's laughing about a little bit later on in fact we're going to carve out enough time in the utter punts of the week because we might need to have something of a conversation about that uh, a little bit later not going to um, I'm not going to ruin that for you right now instead I'm going to ruin somebody's alright there Dave yeah my phone made a noise don't know why carry on okay I will carry on thanks for paying so much attention to us um, down let's <laughs> <can start. laughs> I mean, get things ready for later, mate. Yeah, so no, don't well, catch me on the hook. I mean, right, like you, you were all having a little laugh. Seen this? I, I don't know. Seen this? Preparation done beautiful, earlier by one of us. Beautiful. And this here, yeah. preparation done earlier by the other one of us. And you're still doing your prep now. You can do the prep. Just mute the fucking phone. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> well, to be fair, the phone, the phone is muted. I, I, like I say, I was surprised. I, th- I think it was a website. I have evidence well, to say no, it's not. <laughs> Rewind no, the tape, no, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no. Uh, we're going to send that to New York for a review. Um, let's do stock market game. I'm oh, terrible, oh, 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 oh. so I'm out of this. You were on um, you. Oh, nah, I mean, pretty dreadful. So the stock market game, and I explain it every week, and I know it's getting a little bit boring, but essentially we've picked four teams, one to be worse than they were last season, three to be better. For every position, better or worse than they were, you get a point. So, for example, the Bucks last season finished 14th. I said they were going to be worse than they were last season, and they were. They finished 19th, or they're currently 19th, which is a difference be. of five. Hmm? They can't be. They're in the playoffs. I went off the NFL's website. Yeah, I, it'll... It's lying. It's lying. The Bucks are in the playoffs. They're the, the yeah. four seed in the NFC. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I can only go off what it I know. Like. It's because of record. It, it's set on record, not draft pick yet. It changes, so don't worry. Don't worry. It'll all change I mean, you're probably still last. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely still. No, no. Still, look, looking at the. Oh, it's because I've regular seasoned it. Yeah, man. That would be why. 
all right, well, uh, I haven't got any other options at the minute. I'm still last, so it doesn't really matter. And based off the current metric, which is the only metric that we currently have... The commanders is right. Um, yeah, no, they're, dre- they're just dreadful. I said that they would be better. They definitely were not better. Uh, let's leave that there. I'm terrible. We don't need to talk about me. We do need to talk about you two, because it has been neck and neck for the last three or four weeks. Dan has taken a bit of a commanding lead this week. Dave, you've dropped back to sort of 25 no. points, but Dan has put his foot down. He's up to 30. 34 points at the end of the regular season. So uh, with with the standings the way that they are, Dan currently leading the way, the, the biggest one for you is the Vikings. <laughs> I wish it had been bigger. <laughs> uh, 24th place, the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, they were ninth uh, last season. You said they were going to be worse. They absolutely were. Mm. They ain't getting any better got, now, are they either? That makes no sense. We've got the number 10 pick. Anyway, we've been number 11 pick, but okay. Uh, Look, again, if the data set is wrong, that's on the NFL, it's not on me. I went direct to the what should be the official source of information. If the official source of information is incorrect, that's not my fault, is it? It's fair. We've, we've finished 12 places worse. Whatever you've got there is wrong. That's fine. 15 places worse. So... Narrows the gap again a bit. It's a great game, isn't it? It is when the, when the person that's doing the maths gets it right. Let's move swiftly on, shall we, and talk about fantasy game day. I think that's probably a good idea before I embarrass myself any Who gets further um, in the AFC, the Browns or the Steelers? Because we've both got them. They're about the same last year, and who gets furthest? Um, because it's how you, it's how, now it's a point of how far you get over your record, right? So if the Browns go further than the Steelers or they end up the same, then that'll be close. And if the Lions go further than, than anyone else, then they'll, they'll do it. But they're the only teams left in it now, really. I've just had a great idea. Eagles. Well, yeah, the Eagles could be much worse. I've had a great idea. Good. You're our resident statistician, right? <laughs> Thanks. You've now got the job. Uh, you <laughs> okay. are dealing with the stock market game for the rest I mean, of the season. I'll definitely win. <laughs> I'll definitely win. I'll just find the table that makes me win. <laughs> Len, quick question, just because... I, I want to ask. How did that prep go? How did that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know what? My prep went went really well. Watch this. Enjoy yourselves, boys. <laughs> Host a podcast. Off you go. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Andy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Push uh, some uh, Quick. Push some Can we have a stab? Oh, here he is. Come on. Hey. Come on. You're right. How did that go for you, boys? I was. Um, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds lovely. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about Standard Fantasy Game Day. Like Brilliant daily football app. Um, they have been fantastic to us over the course of this season. We've mm. really enjoyed them being a part of. Uh, utter punts and, and we've really enjoyed doing the work that we've done with them they are brilliant get yourself to fantasygameday.app if you want a website or either of the app stores if you'd like to download it it is daily fantasy you pick your team you put your team in for £7.50 if you register using the code punts p-u-n-t-s you will get a free £7.50 after you've put your first team in um, we've you've won prizes this season and uh, we try and pick somebody that might be useful. We'll try and give you some inside information as to what we think might go well for you in terms of player picks over the course of the coming game week. So that would be week 19 in the NFL. Dave, who have you got for us this week? So, a ridiculously cheap running back. So you can use him as a flex option if you want. But Kenny Gainwell, um, 
last year I did rather well for the Eagles in the playoffs and he's only 2,200 going into this uh, set of fixtures and they haven't really utilised him that much this season so if they refl- if they go back to their tactics from last year for the playoffs then he's going to get a lot more of a ball um, and yeah I'm expecting him to be worth an awful lot more than the expected six points currently which is why he's only 2,200 I think DeAndre Swift might be out as well he's not been ill he's been ill all week and not practice so Wow, game will get bigger play, bigger role. Great shout. Who are you going with? Yeah, I want CD Lamb. Now I know he's expensive, but put him in as your captain. And I'm going to tell you why. So CD Lamb, when they lost to the 49ers in Week Five, he apparently went and knocked on Fat Mike McCarthy's door and said, "You need to make me a number one wide receiver. I am good enough. Give me the ball." So weeks one to five, he averaged five yard, uh, five catches a game and 71 yards. So in weeks one to five, 27 catches, 315 yards. Since then. Week 16-17, averaged nine catches a game, so 108 catches, and averaged 116 yards per game, and has scored a touchdown, wow. one point average of 1.2 wow. touchdowns per game. Now, for a running back, scoring a touchdown per game is pretty good. For a wide receiver to do it is incredible, and I think C.D. Lamb is going to light up these playoffs, so give me C.D. Lamb, give me him every week he's playing, which probably be until they don't play at home. Nice. Uh, so if you'd like to get involved with the Fantasy Game Day app, you can download that from your app store right now. Don't forget, 18 plus only and begambleaware.org. Uh, right, okay, uh, let's move on. Um, I'm moving coaching corner up this week, chaps, because it's kind of going to make sense before we do the previews to do coaching corner. And, and the reason that I, I'm doing it is because... What we're finding with the podcast is is you're liking, you're sharing, and we're getting new listeners all of the time. So um, what we want to do is make sure that anybody that is new to the NFL that maybe mm. doesn't understand it completely has a really clear picture about what's about to happen. The playoffs, the postseason, uh, wildcard weekend, the conference championships, all of these things might be new to somebody that is um, sort of coming into the sport. And I, I just thought it might be quite nice for us to spend a couple of minutes explaining how the playoffs are structured, why they're structured, the way that they're structured, and what happens on a week-by-week basis. So this weekend, for example, is the what did they that what the NFL decided the super wild card weekend mm. can um Dan why don't you explain that one okay so it, it, up to four years ago it was wild card weekend yeah okay because there was six teams from each conference in the playoffs so six teams from the AFC which is the four division winners the four conference winners and the sorry the four division winners in the AFC were the seeds one two three and four based on their record so if you won your division you were definitely in as a one two three or four yeah and the better your record the more chance you had to be in the one or the two and in those days the one and the two both got a buy. Okay, so the the top two teams in the in the, in the AFC got a buy, and then the next two division winners with seed three and four, and then you had basically the best runners up. Okay, so the teams in the AFC with the be- next best record, and it means that if there's some really bad divisions, but there's a really good division with two good teams, mm-hmm. that gives the, them an both, opportunity. Both teams yeah. get in the playoffs, right? So you used to go that. So it used to be wildcard weekend because there was. You would then play that the highest seed plays the lowest seed, and they play at the highest seeds ground. So the advantage of having a better record in the regular season is that you play a game at home. Okay, so seed number three would play seed number six at three, and five would play at four. Yeah, that's how it would work out, and that would be both conferences, AFC, NFC, four games, wildcard weekend. What the what the NFL did uh, four years ago is they made it seventeen playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So only now one team gets a bye, which is the one seed. This year, Ravens in the AFC. 
Niners in the NFC. They had the best record in the conference, mm-hmm. as in such, they don't play this weekend. What happens this weekend is you now have basically three best runners up. So still the four division winners, um, and then the next three best runners up. Uh, yeah. In this case, in the AFC, you've got the Browns, the Steelers, and the Dolphins. So okay. six te- uh, so it's six ties, 12 teams so play 12 teams this, this weekend. weekend. Uh, and it's again, it's the same structure. So um, seven plays at two. Yeah. So Steelers play at Bills. Six plays three. Six plays at three. Four, five plays at four. Yeah. Um, and then as the playoffs move through, so that, that's where you got the six games this week. Yeah. Then next week, the Ravens are waiting, and they're waiting for the worst-ranked team. Okay. And they will play at Baltimore. So what's next weekend called, Dave? So that's the divisional mm-hmm. round. So the divisional round comes next. Yep. So you've got Super Wildcard yep. Weekend and then the divisional round. And as yep. Dan has sort of started to explain, Dave, the divisional round is where the the the, the teams that have done very well over the course of the season start to be entered Enter into the, the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But unlike, as Dan explained, unlike previously where there would be two joining in, now there's only going to be one from each conference. And the, the conferences are structured based on well, they're not structured based on it, but they're named after the old conferences. So yeah. there's the American Football Conference, which is the AFC, yeah. and that was one league, separate league on its own. And then there was the National Football Conference, which is the NFC, and that was one league on its own. And when you hear um, commentators talk about stats since the merger, that's essentially since those leagues combined and formed the Super Bowl. Yeah, the... So, uh, the, uh, the the, yeah. the NFL as a whole so as in, we know it now in the in the old days the, you would have an AFC champion AFL champion and an NFL champion okay yeah. and what they what they basically made is a Super Cup so if you watch soccer yeah, then yeah, you've got yeah. the winner of the Champions League plays the winner of Europa League so, yeah, and Cup. the Super Bowl is that it's the AFC champion versus the NFC champion so you could never get the Bills playing the Ravens in a Super Bowl because they're both in the AFC yeah okay so it's the winner of each conference goes and that's that's the bowl game at the end of it So, as we've already discussed, 12 teams play this weekend. Mm -hmm. Six of those will not make it to next weekend. So, six go through to next weekend. Mm -hmm. But then, we add the other two back in, which brings us back to eight teams. And that will obviously be four four fixtures. And we're knocking four teams out to progress to the next weekend, which is the... Championship Conference Championships games. So, the the reason they call that is the wildcard weekend is because the wildcard teams play. The divisional round is because he really, in form, the div- it should be the four divisional winners yeah. that play. Then you have the championship game, which is for the AFC Championship, and then you have a week off, and then the Super Bowl. Yeah, cool. So championship games are obviously a fairly big deal because yeah. they just, they're like their FA Cup semi-final. Basically, that's what you're looking at. If mm-hmm. you follow um, UK football... Um, it, it, FA Cup semi-final yeah. um, so that should be uh, that should be a lot of fun and then the week off we have all sorts of fun and games and um, nobody pays any attention to it yeah that's the Pro Bowl um, so if you've been watching Hard Knocks this week there was a group of the Miami Dolphins that were told that they were going to be Pro Bowl starters mm-hmm. and that's what that is it's the game that's played on the weekend in between the conference championships and the Super Bowl that's it. missed anything Dave? nope nope apart from the fact that I quite like the Pro Bowl now. I like the way they've changed it. Yeah, I like it's just games. fun watching like ridiculously good athletes doing ridiculous things mm. like without the danger of getting smashed up. I so. so what I really enjoy about that Pro Bowl weekend is all of the other activities. It's the giving the quarterbacks a sack full of balls and saying, "Can you hit? How many targets can yeah, you yeah, hit in a minute?" What, it's that stuff. It's not the Pro Bowl games. That's yeah, what they do. That's, that's all they do. They don't yeah, play a game. I, that is, it's, it's miles better than yeah. it used to be. They do yeah. kick tac toe, which is. Kickers yes. with a with a 
Knots across his board in the goal. In the and goal. They have to kick tacto. Play oh, crosses. what a genius yeah. idea that is. Uh, so right, the caveat with the Pro Bowl is if you're voted to the Pro Bowl, so Lamar Jackson is voted to the Pro Bowl, he's the all pro quarterback for the league this year. Um, if he's in the Super Bowl, he won't go to the Pro Bowl. They'll have an alternate coming. Yeah. There you go. And you'll get alternate players coming yeah. in to fill out both squads. So, so, look, essentially, the reason that we've been through all of that, and I know that some of you will be sat there going, I knew that, I didn't need to know that, but for those people that are new to the podcast, that might be new to the NFL, that are coming in in the playoffs and wondering what the hell's going on, now you're aware of that situation. And now that we've done that, we can probably move on to talking about the games themselves, which we are going to do right after this. Uh, don't forget, the postseason has started. We are building up to the Super Bowl and Utter Punts are hosting a Super Bowl watch party at Beer Keller in Manchester. You can get your tickets right now by heading to the Beer Keller socials. Uh, get yourself sorted. Get yourself a ticket. We're in the VIP room hosting that all night long. Should be an absolute riot and we're really looking forward to it. Let's start off the preview, shall we, with Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans Saturday night, 9.30 at NRG. Uh, the Browns beat the Texans 36 622 all the way back in in week 16 things maybe have rebalanced themselves a smidge since then this could be a very entertaining game on Saturday night Dave what do you reckon yeah I'm looking forward yeah. to it it's a great um, start. yeah I mean Flacco is obviously gonna be back having rested last week um even God rested on a Sunday, am I right? Now? Yes. Uh, so, so Flacco will be back, uh, and of, and then you've got CJ Stroud, who uh, is a very exciting young quarterback who's doing rather well. He is a little bit nicked up at the moment, a little bit banged up. So that be interesting to see if he can um, wind it back to, to a little bit earlier in the season where he I mean, was at his free flowing best. He's not stopped his arm power. Did you mm. see that throw? Oh, no, oh my I, word! Like, He's a fabulous player, isn't he? Um, but yeah, the, the, the Texans, they've got Nico Collins, uh, who has third-year pro, who basically has had a resurgence this year, uh, just seemed to really understand what was being asked of him on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and he, he looks like a thousand-yard receiver easily now uh, going forward. And, and then Tank Dow, unfortunately, injured. But the Texans have been impressive this year. But the Browns, man, like... May, may they keep going just for the stock market game no may they keep going on account of the fact that Depends I really want to see Flacco right. yeah I really want to see uh, Flacco keep pushing through eventually meeting the Ravens that's a storyline I want to see um, I just want to watch Dan's face during it I won't <laughs> even watch the game uh, and yeah it, it should be a great one this weekend um this, I, I do think the Browns are going to have it. Yeah, I think you're right, Dave. It's interesting that this game has sort of been pitched as a battle between the old school versus the new school. CJ Stroud against against Joe Flacco. And the stats are sort of reflecting that. CJ Stroud over 2023 has thrown 23 touchdowns, only five interceptions, has run the season at 100 rating. Like, it's, it's almost perfect from him. Absolutely brilliant. Flacco has 300 plus yards in his last four games, but he's thrown at least one interception in every game that he's played in. But if we go all the way back to week 16, that O-line didn't half protect him, mm. didn't take a single sack against the Texans all the way back in week 16. Is it is it a battle of the quarterbacks or is it a battle of the uh, the offensive units? Yeah, it, comes, it generally comes down to the quarterbacks making decisions. And if you take Patrick Mahomes out of this playoff lineup, all of the 14 teams, Joe Flacco's got more playoff wins than all of them combined. Yep. So th there's your experience. Wow. But 
Uh, listen, let me talk about CJ Stroud because I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on CJ Stroud now. Has he, has he got the second? Um, yeah, he's got 10. So he's Mahomes 11, Flacco 10. The next one's like two. Like, it's, it's mad. It's such an inexperienced uh, quarterback playoff field. It really is. And the experienced players like Lamar haven't done well in the playoffs. Dak Prescott, terrible in the playoffs. Jalen Hurts, other than sort of a good run last year, not really done that much. In the, you know, the year before they got, we were one and done, weren't they? So, uh, but I, I, I love CJ Stroud. That, last week, I, I fancied the Colts to beat the Texans because in a playoff game on the road, I thought your rookie quarterback might just struggle. And if they, the Colts went down the field and scored really easily. And then the first play, he bombs a 79 yard touchdown. Unbelievable and then, throw. And then the poise at the end of the game, and when he when they take the when they take the lead, and he's literally finding players, and it's it's pitch and it's pitch and it's pitch and it's pitch. The the control that he must have to not explode and do that it really impressed me. I, I'm I'm really impressed with Stroud. I'm really impressed with the Texans. To be honest, I was. After about two minutes of that game, I was rooting for them against the Colts because they just looked like a team you want to cheer for. D'Amico Ryans, we said what a great hire he was at the start of last year. And my God, what a turnaround there. Coach of the year for me. Uh, Will Anderson playing really well. Derek Stingley playing well. Texans at home in a playoff game. Yeah. And I think the Browns' defence is mega. It, it's proper. It's better than the Ravens' defence. I know what the stats are saying, but I get, this Browns' defence is, is, yeah, is uniquely mean. mean. Um, but... Flacco will turn the ball over and at some point it's going to catch up with him whether it's this week or next I don't know but I fancy the Texans here at home Dave are you going for I'm going to go with the Browns but what I would say is whatever happens with him this season if they, if they get through great but CJ Stroud broke that S2 cognizance test yes he won't be using it again will he <laughs> oh, they will not wow <laughs> You broke that, mate. Well done. Um, I I don't know here. This is a really tight one for me. I really like CJ Stroud, Mm. but I really like Joe Flacco. And do you know what? I'm going to go with the Browns only because of that defence that has been so mean over the course of the season. I think Flacco's probably got enough behind that defence to to get the job done. Mm Mm-hmm. Next up is the glamour tie of this uh, of this Super Wild Card weekend. It is the Miami Dolphins <laughs> at the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday morning, so overnight Saturday into Sunday at one o'clock in the morning at Arrowhead. Look, I feel slightly. I said last week on this podcast that I really enjoyed. It. I find it very difficult to not like the Miami Dolphins. I quite like watching them. Yeah. I think Hard Knocks has, has made that even more difficult for me to dislike the Miami Dolphins. But, but, they haven't hard made, made life hard for themselves. <laughs> like They've made life really difficult for themselves. They were leading the way so much of the season and injuries have just come and bit them on the backside and it just feels like a really tough place to go, doesn't it, Dave? It does. The, 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 the Dolphins are getting four and a half points uh, on, the, on, on the road, according to the spread, which is which is an interesting one. Um, the Texans at home are very hard to beat. We know that the Dolphins were only beating things with losing records this year. Sorry, the Chiefs. I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I saw your face, man. Yeah, the, the, the Chiefs at home. I, I wondered really whether I yeah. misheard that. That's why I didn't <laughs> no, say no, anything. No, I was like, no, I, 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 I was probably. carrying on. I, mean, I was just sort of done out of the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, I've just said Texas. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs <laughs> at home are very hard to beat. But they haven't looked anything like what they have no. been in previous shows. No. Um, and I do think that the 
Mike McDaniel is capable of getting this team to raise their game and elevate themselves. So I think there's a, a lot of people who are expecting this to be somewhat one-way traffic. I think it's going to be far closer than that. Um, I do think the Chiefs are probably going to edge it late, but I really do think that the Dolphins are going to go in there all guns blazing, give it everything they've got. There's nothing else to wait for. There's nothing else to try and get people back from injury for. They're going to put everything they've got into this. And it could be interesting to see exactly what goes on. Also, it's Tyreek Hill's quarterbacks having a little battle off, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And he did say that Tua was more accurate than Mahomes. So we'll see. We will see. Um, there's obviously plenty going on there in terms of injuries, Dan. We know that Raheem Mostert's been out for a, a couple of weeks and... Tyreek Hill's been in and out of that walking boot. Also, um, you know, horrible to see that his house was burning down the mm. other week as well. That's not that's never great news for your for your mental state. That happened just before the game against the Bills, which, you know, however much of an impact that had. Uh, how banged up are they, and how many are they going to have back and available for this one? This is the playoffs, so they'll suit up. Okay, most yeah. will suit up. Um, Hill will suit up, but they they are not hundred percent. Eric Armstead on the uh, the left tackle isn't hundred percent. I don't think Tour is, um, and a big loss for them has been Jalen Waddle. I, I I can't believe how much they've missed him as that number two receiver in the last three weeks. Um, and I don't think he's again will probably suit up, but he's a great distraction for Tyreek because he they open the field up so much. Um, and the Dolphins, listen, this, this they, they reckon this might be the coldest game in NFL history. Have you seen this? The, oh, the really? weather is yeah. so bad. It's like minus 12, 20. I mean, it's literally horrendous. It, it's going to be crazy. And it's not a, it's not a night for a Dolphin, is it? That They used to warm a climbs for me. Um, so it's, you know, that, that tells me low scoring. That tells me it's going to come down to um, very few points. I think Dave's right with that spread. I think it'll be close. Um, but I think I think an under, a low scoring game, but uh, I'd the best unit in this game, and you're talking about the, a, a brilliant, historic Miami Dolphins offense and a team led by Patrick Mahomes. And the best thing about this game is the Chiefs' defense, <laughs> um, by far. They're they're in, they're brilliant. This Chiefs' defense, and this is the lowest seed the Chiefs have had for six years. So if they do win this, they will be on the road uh, next week, which is the first. It'll be the first road playoff game other than a Super Bowl that Mahomes has ever played. Wow. <laughs> so they are they do they have had it easy the last few well they've earned it because they've won the games. But it's gonna be difficult for them. I, I think this is low scoring, but for me I just I know the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs. Um I know I know what I mean. Um yeah, they, they haven't looked like they've the not looked like team. the great no, Kansas City Chiefs no, team. But like I knew what you mean. But as I well. think I think this Dolphins team have just been so bad against good good quarterbacks and so bad against good teams and the Chiefs certainly are that still because they've still won the 11-12 games. Uh, so give me the Chiefs at home and Mahomes. I just think they'll find a way. Dave? So do you recall, uh, I'm pretty sure there was a playoff game between the Bills and the Chiefs when it was absolutely freezing as well. Yeah. And yeah. Tyreek Hill was just dancing over that surface. Yeah, that was the great game, so, yeah. Yeah, so like there's that going for them. Whilst, whilst it is cold for Dolphins, it's not something that Hill hasn't seen before. No. Um and so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Like I say, I think it's going to be closer than people think. And it will be low scoring, so four and a half points yep. just seems like a big one. I think um, I've just looked at the weather forecast. For those of you that would like it in Fahrenheit, they're looking at temperatures of below zero Fahrenheit, 
minus 20 degrees Celsius. <laughs> minus 20 degrees Celsius. And snow and it, wind. Well, and, uh, no. Just, so that was the next thing that was going to yeah. say. At the moment, they're forecasting no precipitation. So mm. the, no snow. It's just going to be Ooh, biting, biting cold. And a, only a seven mile an hour wind as well. So it's not going to be blowing a gale. It's just going to be really cold. It's yeah. going to be, can you feel your fingertips? Can you feel your toes? How good are you yeah, with those fine football. motor I mean, controls? We go, yeah. from, we go from indoor at NRG it. Stadium in Houston to, to outdoors in Kansas City, City. <laughs> uh, and that's oh. listen that's the playoffs and, and the Dolphins played at home in Miami last week probably 20 degrees the yeah, other way around 25 and now degrees, on the road yeah. in Kansas City it's mad absolutely uh, Dave who are you going for here I'm going to go go with the Chiefs alright I'm going heart overhead I'm going Dolphins yeah good on you um, I only you should make them your third team next year. You like them? Like, I'm going to make them my second team. Actually, okay. I'm going to. Are you going to knock I'm out going to the, the, the Giants down? I'm going to relegate the Bears down <laughs> to third. Get out of that challenging division a, they're in. This has been a, a running joke all season long. But I actually know more about the Dolphins than I know about the Bears. So actually, right. if I'm going to have a second <laughs> team, <laughs> if I'm going to have a second team, let's have a let's have a second team that I actually know something about. That would be really handy. Uh, Dan, you're going with. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. All right, go home to the house. Right, let's move on to number three, shall we? Pittsburgh Steelers at Buffalo Bills. I mean, <laughs> is this the most one-sided playoff game uh, in this round? It potentially is. This is six o'clock on Sunday at Highmark, and uh, I mean, yeah, Bills have won five in a row. Um, they have basically done the opposite to what the Philadelphia Eagles have done, and boy, oh boy, have we killed the Philadelphia Eagles! <laughs> by the way. Um, at the same point, we gave life to the Bills <laughs> yeah, we, in the same week, and we, they flip-flopped. We they? have definitely <laughs> sort of got the paddles out. Clear! And yeah. we've revived the Bills, and we've put all of the extra electricity into shocking the Philadelphia Eagles into nothingness. Mm. Uh, this is a, a one-sided affair, isn't it, Dan? I think it's the most one-sided of mm. the weekend for me. Um, and if the Steelers are at full health, listen, they can... They, they, they listen. They're there. They're at the dance. They've done. They've won enough games, but, but they're not. they lost TJ Watt they against have. the Ravens, and they are their record with TJ Watt since they drafted him is sixty nine and thirty six and two. Their record without TJ Watt oh, one, and record. one and ten. <laughs> one and um, ten. Yeah, I, I, and listen, Buffalo can beat themselves. We've said this that there is likely this game is as likely to be six three as it is to be forty seven nil. Honestly, I, you don't know what you're going to get. But if if any sort of Bills team turn up, turns up here, they, they they take care of business. The Bills' offense is number one in the yeah, NFL for surprised. third down conversions. For third well, down they've conversions, got, they've, they've they, got the monster. Yeah. At he's, he's he is so, unbelievable. Yeah. Twenty nine touchdowns this season. Josh Allen. He's the fake Josh Allen, by yeah. the way. Uh, th- Twenty nine touchdowns, eighteen interceptions. Dave, he is he is lethal to have in your side. He is, but he's also capable of throwing some interceptions. Yeah, he's lethal both ways. That's yeah, <laughs> uh, like and that, and and what I'm really intrigued to see is uh, I saw was it Patrick Peterson starting to play a safety. Yeah, they've uh, moved him. The Steelers. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's an interesting one because he has got a game-winning pick off off Josh Allen in the Vikings Bills game last year Um, so it's it's an interesting one for me but I'm pretty sure that the the Steelers have also got a a young pass rusher that they took in the draft this year Higby Herzig there we go yeah uh, Herzig who is someone who has only been playing a bit part role Mm. um, often coming in for for what when what needed a, a break 
be interesting to see what he does because he's not he's, he's not someone who I think is lacking a, a good pass rush move and um, he, he tends to struggle more against the run if I remember rightly from the scouting report on him coming out of college yeah. so I'm intrigued to see what he can do in this game it's just something to have a look at and then there's also Marcus Golden as well who's been playing his backup I think he's still fit uh, and if he is he'll probably get some time on there as well um, this, the Steelers I don't think should be underestimated it's player football uh, I think they're playing for a coach that I absolutely love and I think they'll also be playing for a player who they have lost their their heroes fallen but he could potentially be back if they can get through this game and I think that gives them something to hang on to late um, so I'm expecting it to be closer again than, than most people think but I'm pretty sure that the Bills will, will come up triumphant Stefan Diggs hasn't been utilised of late no. well, they're going to have to start lighting him up so we, we'll see we spoke before about the, the last three seasons the NFL brought in the seventh team okay so there's been six of these Super Wildcard weekend games mm-hmm. do you know the record of the seven seeds oh and six them, eh? <laughs> yeah Jesus. they've lost them all yeah. <laughs> so well done you got more teams in it doesn't go well uh, it doesn't go well no, this, I mean, this, why, this why would it you're letting in someone who's proven themselves mm. to be weaker than yeah. everyone else yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right are you going with Dave I'm going with the Bills alright I'm going Bills too Dan yep. clean sweet Bills fair enough uh, right we're going to get through to the other two games in just a second first of all just a couple of things to let you know about if you'd like to follow us on the socials just search for Utter Punts on Utter Punts Podcast on mm. Instagram or TikTok or uh, the other one what's it called the artist formerly known as Twitter um, X. X, thank you mate, or on there as well uh, you can find us on any of those don't forget to to share us with a friend as well it makes a massive difference to this podcast if you can recommend us to just a couple of your pals and they recommend us to a couple as well, all of a sudden we're being shared more widely around this beautiful NFL community and it will be massively, massively appreciated we will be back with the second part of the preview after this Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys at AT&T Stadium, 9.30 on Sunday night. Packers have won three in a row. Cowboys have got an 8-0 record at home. Packers got a losing record on the road. Uh, Mika Parsons, 14 sacks, 33 quarterback hits. Cowboys offense ranked first for points per game this season. Packers defense has allowed a 100 rating to wide receivers. It's got all sorts yeah. going on in this one, and yet Still, it's at AT&T, and therefore the Cowboys are going to win. Um, yes, great yeah. summary. Okay. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Packers have done... I think the Packers have done well, and they've looked... I think, But I think they've their season's been a success now. Like, Jordan loves their quarterback. They've got a really good young crop of wide receivers. They've got found some young talent. on uh, Their defence needs a, re- a rebuild. Their, their coach, Joe Berry, will be, will be sacked as soon as they're out. So, Monday. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But so they've already won, you know, great coaching job from at the floor. But this is the Cowboys at home. It's going to take a special team to beat them there. And I don't think the Packers are that good. Um, so for me, yeah. It's, uh, but there's rumours this week that Mike McCarthy, unless unless he only loses to the 49ers that he's done that in Dallas, that they're, they'll be looking as well. So Really? Mm. Well, they just they get this far and they'll smash Green Bay 54-0, right, on Sunday. And then they'll go on the road next week and get beat. <laughs> As they do every year. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't, they've struggled away from home, haven't they, Dave? They have struggled away from home. Um, that's why it was important for them to win yeah, their division. Was. I'm still standing there. I managed to pull that off. We said it was possible earlier this season, uh, but I think we, we felt it was a long shot. We didn't really expect the Eagles to 
to absolutely melt down. But <laughs> what happened with? I mean, like at one point I looked and the Giants are twenty four nil. Yeah, amazing, right? And um, deserved to be as well. Like yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah. It wasn't well, a complete uh, fluke. They no. were just well, dreadful. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Uh, but anyway. I do love it when vehicles are bad. But that's not the point here. We're talking about Cowboys, right? Um, so, yeah, the, the Cowboys are, are an interesting one. I, I'm, I've never been a particular fan of McCarthy, but he took over play calling again this year. And we can definitely say that he's been getting Dak to be effective again. I think this is the best Dak Prescott has played overall for, what, four years? Um, yeah. and, and Which is, you know, definitely since McCarthy first came in anyway. So that, that's an interesting one. They somehow haven't really managed to get Pollard going as a, as, as a standout runner, um, which is, I think, counted against them on the road. I think yeah. that is the key area yeah. which where, where they've been struggling, is running the ball on the road, get, being able to dominate time in possession. They're, they're, the defence is a really quick hitter. <sighs> the Packers, I'm astounded, made the off-season. Fair play to you. I'm glad you did. Maybe we get a slightly better draft pick than you guys. But what a wide receiver room they've got yeah. coming through there as well. Um, so it, it, it's it's an interesting one. Um, but I don't think that the Packers coaching will be winning this game for them. No. I, I think it's the kind of game where, where LaFleur has, has buckled under pressure in the past. And I think McCarthy, if they can get a lead, they're going to want to run up a lead because it very much is a revenge yeah. game for Mike McCarthy. So be interested to see um, whether or not it does stay close. I don't anticipate it being particularly close. I, I think I'm with, with you boys and I, I think it's a, it's a Dallas win. Yeah, Dallas win for me. Dan? Yeah. Okay, Dallas all the way. Let's move swiftly on, shall we? Um, pointless, pointless lingering on the one-sided one. Let's talk about the Rams at the Lions. Woo, tasty old tie. This is the last one that's on tally for you. It's the late game Sunday into Monday at Ford Field. Mm, this could be awesome, couldn't it? Yeah, I think this is the game of the weekend for me. This is the... This is class. Um, and there's obviously a revenge element to it. So Stafford going back to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Goff playing oh. against the Rams. That was a trade where the Rams dumped him to the thing. got to get Matthew Stafford and now they're both playing the playoff game. Um, it's really interesting. This Rams team is good. I, I like this Rams team. We've actually picked them quite a few times sneakily over the last few weeks and they've not really let us down. This young, the, the crop of rookies they picked, and it, they, I don't want to go into tanking, right? But... <laughs> The Rams are the the, the antichrist of, of tanking. So what they did was they gave up all their draft capital to get a team and ended up with nothing. And this year they've picked up in late rounds, um, you know, Puka Nakua, who's just broken Bill Groman's receiving record for a rookie. Well done. Um, they've got Kyron Williams, who looks like one of the best young running backs in the league. They've got a guy, I can't remember his name, it's gone out of my head, um, who's leading the sack. I think he's got nine, nine and a half sacks from, from defensive tackle next to Aaron Donald. Um, they've got a really good class and they're playing really well. And, and Stafford with Cup... And Nakua, I just think I think the Rams are good. I think the Lions have been great, and I've really enjoyed watching them. But they played their starters last week, um, and they've lost a few. Unfortunately, Sam Laporta is going to be out. That's a real loss. He's, I think he broke. Did he break the rookie tight end receiving record last week? I think, um, which he he's been incredible. He really has. And, and they've lost Brian Branch, who's their safety, their rookie safety, who's been playing really well. So that's that's big weapons out of their offense. Um, and they they probably need to be at full strength now to to be winning a playoff game. And I'm I'm afraid I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they've just got the more they've got the caliber. They're healthier. I think they're in, I think they're more confident. Um, and Detroit have got a habit of blowing big games at home. See Thanksgiving Rams for me. 
Okay. Dave? Dave? Mate, but there were police sirens going. No, look, I, 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 I heard the beginnings of them, and I appreciated <laughs> the fact that you muted it. So I'm not going to berate you for forgetting to unmute, despite having been doing digital meetings for the last three years. That's fine. Uh, was it? Was it? Um, was it Kobe Turner or Bobby Brown? Colby Turner. Yeah, Colby Turner. Turner. Thanks, Dave. Nice man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I think the, the, the Detroit Lions O-line is one of the best in the league. Uh, I'm intrigued to see how they cope under, under that kind of pressure coming in up the interior. The Rams run a, a 3-4 defence, which is similar to what the Lions face throughout their division. Um, so they, they should be well drilled. Um, if they can't get pressure on, on, on Goff, then we know it can pick a defence apart. But the fact that they've got such great interior pass rushes suggests to me they might be throwing in some bootlegs, some rollouts, some quick screens to try and take that, that pressure away. Um, I think they should have too much for the Rams O-line, although I do quite like the way the Rams centre have been playing. But have they got injured recently as well, I think? Banged up, but so, I think, I think, the, the, I think the offensive line's healthy for the Rams. I think they'll play. Yeah. Um, which does give them a good an edge. Yeah, so but the, the, there's, it's just for me, the, the Detroit Lions fans, they've been hungry for success. I kept thinking that the Lions are going to lie. I think it came close. I just think that the injuries to teams in their division prevented it from happening. Um, and yeah, I think they're going to have enough to see off the Rams on this occasion. But I would say, what a great coaching performance from McVay. Uh, he's brought them back up into the playoff contention and the regardless of what happens in this game. He's going to be coaching next year for them, apparently, which is in a better position to where they were this time last year, where they, no one knew what was happening with him. So, yeah, should be a great game. Cool. Who are you going with? I'll go with the Lions. Dan? I'm going with the Rams. I'll go Lions. Um, For no reason other than I like Dan Campbell. Fine. Uh, cool. They are the TV games for this week, which means that we're moving into bets. One more. We haven't got another TV game. We have. What channel is it on? Uh, Sky. It's the Tamp- It's the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. Not on the telly. It definitely is. <laughs> hey, I, I have, well, in which case, I've been done again by the horse's mouth. Okay? So if we go and have a look at the Sky Sports NFL fixtures, right? Here we go. Checking the Sky website now. This one's on the telly. 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 This one is not on the What's telly. On Channel 5. According to Sky. Be on Channel 5 like the other Monday Night Football games. In which case, uh, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Dan was tasked with making sure this never happened again. I put it Dan in the, I put it in the group. Some kind of <laughs> I put all six games in the group. There's six games. <laughs> Anyway, doesn't matter, does it? I mean, we don't Let's really want to Eagles on the books anyway, do we? It's a terrible game. No, the Monday Night Footballs have been on the uh, Channel 5, so the Channel 5 had coverage this year. Preview the game! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
He's looking at me Whoa, for. I, I clearly I didn't just, know it was happening. I've got nothing to add at this point, have I? I feel like, I feel like creating news is a very dangerous thing to do, but I, have, I can't help myself. <laughs> oh, man. I can't sit here and not say something. Um, well, no, you needed to say I, something, but I just don't know what else you wanted me to say, given the fact that I didn't know the game was going to be on the telly. Therefore, I haven't done any prep for the game. So this prep is just useless, isn't it? It's useless. I mean, I and instead of just covering for me, instead of just being nice, you bring it up. And here I am again. Down. Trying to do, I know you've done your prep. I've not, not done I, my prep, have I? I? I write the games down so you can see it. Just relax. Bring the game! What happens is, all the players games tend to be televised, generally. Um, go back to Coach's Con. <laughs> and all the games for Wildcat Weekend will be on the telly. Um, so, Eagles, anyway, what, so we, what we knew was, whoever, Mike, lost, yeah, whoever lost the battle for the NFC East, right? So, between the Cowboys and the Eagles. At least I didn't blame Ollie. Yeah, they were going. <laughs> I love you, man. Stabs. It's okay. Just, just put that down. It's fine. No, no, no. I need that. No, you don't. No, no, it lies to you. I need that. No, no. This doesn't lie to me. This does it. It's. It's, it's not a weapon. I believe it's, it's fine. <laughs> crap in, crap out. Not mentioning the laptop. Yeah, not mentioning the laptop. Right. So what we said was, <laughs> um, listen. What we, uh, whoever, whoever lost the battle for the NFC East. Um, didn't host a decent team. They got to go on the road to a really bad one. Uh, the winner of the NFC South. They were always going to host a game. And it turns out it's the Top of Bay Buccaneers, who, funnily enough, are the only team in the NFC to have made the playoffs the last four years. Wow. <laughs> uh, shows you how bad their division is. Yeah, four years. Um, but I think I don't think they're very good. Um, and they're, they've, the NFC South had, a, had an incredibly easy record this year. Um, so, so, I mean, somebody had to win it. Um, the Bucks did. And they've been all right. They've, their offense is, is powerful enough, I think. And Mike Evans has played well. Another thousand-yard reception year for him. Um, but, but they can't stop the run, the Bucks, And the Eagles can't stop anything. Water, I think, they struggle to turn a tap off at the minute. Um, so this is going to be really high scoring. Um, I think this will be a lot of points in this game. I, I just I can't help thinking that these this Eagles team, especially this defensive front, has got a game left in it. And if they can, they're big guys. This Philadelphia front, so Jalen Carter, and who's the one they drafted this year, Dave? Last year? Oh, um, Jaden Carter. I remember. I also got the oh. edge rusher um, Smith. I remember previous year they had the other big Jordan fella. Davis, wasn't it? Jordan, Jordan Davis, Davis who yeah. co- who's barely on the field, doesn't play but when he is. Is effective. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just so I just think these big this big defense this big line of the Eagles might just cause uh, little tiny te- uh, Baker Mayfield some issues. Um, and I think I think it'll do enough for the Eagles to win. But they've got to they've got to run the ball. I, I have had a look and I kind of do know what's wrong with the Eagles. Um, that they're, they're absolutely stale. They they haven't they're still doing the same offense and the same plays and the same motions that they were doing in uh, last year or last year and, and eventually it catches up with you no matter how good you are at it but so they've got to try something different the Matt Patricia experiment on defense hasn't worked well, I mean who thought that would <laughs> who thought it would <laughs> everywhere he goes he gets he gets kicked out um, but I just I think there's enough players on this on this Eagles team to go right we've bottomed out it can't get any worse we've got to go to Tampa and win Tampa aren't a good team. Philadelphia are still a very good team. They've got a lot of talented players on this team. And I know they've got some injuries, but I think the guys will play. I think they've, I think they've actually come out of the game okay. Um, although it looked horrible on Sunday night with Devontae Smith, AJ Brown. They all looked hurt, but I, I think they'll all play. And this book secondary is pretty good. Antoine Winfield's been playing well. 
but they can't stop the run. And this is a game for this Eagles line, both lines, to take over a game. And if they do that, the Eagles will have too much. I think I think the, a, a, an average version of the Eagles beats a good version of the Bucks. So for me, Eagles. But God, it shouldn't be this close. <laughs> shouldn't be worried about this. I am. Um, <clears throat> I at this juncture have to apologise and say that um, Young Ollie had sent me a full set of notes about the Eagles Buccaneers game. And and what's what's even worse is that I'd put that full set of notes under LA Rams and Detroit Detroit Lions and then completely not paid any attention. So Eagles have lost five out of their last six coming into this one, Dave. The Bucks have won five out of their last six going into this one, Dave. This could be tight. I have a funny feeling that it won't be. So, do you remember when we cursed the Eagles with the Die Eagles Die episode, which, like, basically, okay, okay, people have represented the Eagles, you may have won a free T-shirt or something at our our event, but at least we've destroyed your team. Um, Come on. Right, anyway, um, the the Eagles are in free fall, apart from the week we let them off. Not letting them off this week. So... Box all the way, love it. Now, nah, but uh, Kelly going well. I mentioned him earlier. I do think he's going to have a, a bit of a game, if, particularly if Swift is injured. I expect the Eagles to try and get a lead and then run the ball to take take mm-hmm. over the game. I think who scores first is going to be key yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a player that I always like watching who plays for the box. Um, do you remember their centre, Jensen? Yeah. The guy who could like start a fight in a phone booth. Yeah. They got a new um, one, didn't they? Oh, mate. Yeah, they did. Cody Moore, she's a guard, but he's another big ginger brawler who loves it. He's even got missing teeth. It's just the opposite way around. He's a dude, man. Um, <laughs> and he absolutely gives it every week. I so wanted us to draft him, and we didn't. And like, I'm jealous of the Bucks have got him. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's... Baker Mayfield's opportunity really to show that he can be a franchise quarterback. I know Dan keeps giving him shit. I love Baker Mayfield. Um, I think he got unfairly drawn down the Bears while he was injured. You <laughs> <laughs> got me a picture. Yeah, I told oh. you. And that's, I mean, don't hold it up to the camera. I'll just put it on the. I'll put it on the video later. That is absolutely sensational. sensational. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I sent it use during the draft, you but I don't think yeah. you understood what it was. I think you just thought it was me in a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, right, but anyway. <laughs> right. But um, honestly, he's a dude on the field as well. Absolute warrior. But um, is this is this not the kid that was a lot smaller and then ended up and yes. then ended up sort of coming yeah. and putting like I used to play East two hundred pounds on or something. End. Yeah, <laughs> he came back one literally year one summer later. Two hundred pounds on. <laughs> Like, Mate, okay. yeah, genetics are anything like mine. That's just like half a dozen dominoes yeah. one evening. It's <laughs> a night's work for Dave. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. But um, yeah, uh, he's um, yeah, absolute dude. So I'm hoping for his sake he does well because I want to see uh, myself represented at the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but it's not going to happen, is it? So uh, yeah. I just want Baker to do well, really. I, I think he's much maligned. I think he's capable of being a top 10 QB in the league. Cool. I don't think he's capable of being top five, uh, but I do think he can fit into that bracket. And it can be effective if he's not on an expensive deal. Um, so, yeah. Sweet. Are you going for? <sighs> I'm going to go Bucks just for shits and giggles. Yeah, man. I'm going Eagles. 
done. Eagles. Okay, cool. Um, you may have noticed that we've entered the witching hour, which is basically where I completely lose my mind once we get past an hour-long podcast, and um, I've lost my mind properly this week. So let's move <laughs> swiftly on to bets quickly, if we can, because we are way over time. Yeah, yeah. I'll go first. I've, I've done a six-timer for all the games. So Chiefs-Dolphins under 52.5, Browns-Texans over 36.5, Bills minus 3.5, Dallas-Green Bay over 41.5, Rams plus 5.5, and, and the Tampa Bay-Philadelphia game to have over 40.5, and that's 7-1 to one for that Jeez, six-timer. that's short, isn't it? Yeah, like, is it? Short than I was anticipating for mm. a six-fold, yeah. yeah they're all so, so funnily enough, though. I've also done a six-fold picking all the games. Damn. Exciting to be on big, right? Uh, so I've got the Browns outright. I've got uh, the Dolphins with four and a half points. I've got the Steelers with 10 points. I've got the Cowboys minus seven and a half points. I've gone with Detroit on the money line and I've gone with the Bucks plus three. Uh, and that is 36.36 to one. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, that's more like what I was anticipating. Uh, right, cool. Fast away, losing. Yeah, which means the bookies think Dan is more right than me. See, the funny thing about betting is that I am fully aware of how it works. I'm just shit at it, so I don't bother. That's essentially the long and the short of it. I, I am aware of the sort of functionality of odds. Just rubbish at everything else. Let's um, Let's get this, shall we? You haven't had anything to do for like an hour, and then the minute that I point at you, it never it never happens. What happened there? He still thinks he's in a spa, doesn't he? <laughs> he's still in his spa day. Like Adolf. <laughs> oh no! Right, no, we're not doing that. No, not not on the bit. that's actually going on there. Let's not play that game. <laughs> Off air, fine. <laughs> can't call him Hitler on it. We can't do that. Whoa. Yeah, you see? said that. I didn't say that. You started it. Utter <laughs> oh, punts of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Time for our nominations. David, would you like to go first? Yeah, I will. It, it, it's a bit of a complex one, this. Uh, I'm nominating somebody not because of the actual content of a court case, but simply because I disagree with the action oh at all. Uh, and that is... That is Are we going to have to throw the entire back end of this podcast when out? Dave says Probably, mate, because <laughs> we're about to call out someone who's mega rich and apparently litigious. Oh, wow. uh, I'm going to call out Robert Carey McNair Jr., who is the son <laughs> of the 87-year-old Janice McNair, who's currently running the Texans. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, just before they go into the playoffs, they, he has um, launched a court attempt to get her... Uh, qualified as needing a guardian so that he can take over the team and it's all really really messy and her and her other son who are running the team are a little bit surprised by it all and I'm not saying you're right or you're wrong mate I am saying why are you doing it now when the Texans are about to be in the playoffs I um, I love so, how well you have week. broad brushed that I love how high level you've kept it I love that you've not gone into any specifics Dave Keane you are learning and growing as a human being and I love you for it Dan mine's a bit longer I, I'm, I'm up hunting the entire NFC South okay, <laughs> okay. I'm going to run through it quickly Panthers, um, you, you sold the farm to get Bryce Young. You didn't want anything to do Lamar Jackson. You probably could have got for the same price. That was a good idea. Uh, you've now just fired your GM, Dave Fitter, who was in the box when you threw your drink at somebody else. 
Um, we talked about coaches before. The, the the coaching staff at the Panthers last year was the highest paid coaching staff in NFL history. Um, and now they will be again, but they won't be coaching because they've all been fired. So they've got to start again without really out of QB, without a head coach, without a, without a GM. Good luck. That's not a mess. Oh, and they haven't, still haven't paid for the practice facility. That's still ongoing. Uh, Falcons, uh, again, wanted, wanted, wanted to get Deshaun Watson. Offered more for Deshaun Watson than they were willing to offer for Lamar Jackson. Again, Good, good decision making. Um, they've been seven and ten in the last three years. They've now sat their head coach as well. Well done. Uh, and the coach gets upset when they lose a game and then someone scores against them because they shouldn't score against them because they should play more sportingly and then screams at the coach across the other side of the field. Um, that's really good luck for you and probably got you fired. Uh, Saints, well, you haven't got control of your own players because you said you told them to take a knee and they said, fuck off, Dennis Allen. We're going to do what we want and we're going to let Jamal Williams score a touchdown. So Jameson Winston, your backup quarterback's got more power than your coach. Uh, you're a good team. And the Bucks, well done. You made the playoffs four years in the run. Well done. If you're in the NFC, AFC North, you wouldn't have even finished fourth. Um, so the Bengals, who were the worst in the NFC North, would have won the NFC South at a canter. Um, so you're not even shit enough to be good and you're going to get whacked on Monday. NFC South, get a grip yourselves. Come on. I, I agree, but they would be fourth because you wouldn't have a division with five teams. Come on. But if we did, theoretically, Dave, theoretically, <laughs> oh. go with me, Dave, they'd be fifth. Fifth in, theory, in a team okay. of four teams. That's how bad they are. Their okay. best is our worst. I'm going with Wink Martindale, the Giants defensive coordinator. Who? Wrong side of this. I am on the right side of this. So wrong side of this. No, I am on the right side. Homer, you're homering this. Hundred percent. Right. Okay. If you want the background, wink, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely, one hundred percent not. Not a bunch of massive. Let me explain. Let me explain. So. The Giants are undergoing a period of change at the organisation. Yeah, 10 yeah. years in. Uh, Brian Dable has now become the only coach out of the last five to stay for longer than two years. Yeah. Okay. It just means that the entire coaching room's got to go. It, it can't stay the same. So, he sacked Drew and Kevin Wilkins, the linebackers coach and the defensive assistant. That really upset Wink Martindale, who... Um, hasn't had the greatest of relationships with Brian over the course of this season. Mm. Heated row, okay, because those two brothers had been with him since his Baltimore days. He's brought them in, then Dable sacked them, and they're not very happy. Apparently, he then, Wink Martindale, went AWOL after yelling, fuck you, at Dable, and storming out of the facility. What a guy. He went straight to the airport and got on a flight to a house that he's got in Florida yeah. and has not been seen since. The real issue here is that he hasn't actually resigned. <laughs> Don't know what's going no. on. Nobody's actually got. If he got resigns, no compensation. Any clue. So he wants them to fire him. Yeah, because well, well, they haven't fired him, no. and he technically has quit. So they've said, well, technically, yeah, he's still our defensive coordinator, and, and technically, we'd have him back next season. So you can't because. Be because they can't start the search process for a new yeah. defensive coordinator <laughs> until he's actually made the decision to resign or that they've fired him. Now, come on, Wink. Come on. You, no, don't, like, have been you don't like Brian Dable. That's fine. He's the head coach. You don't like the fact that he fired your mate. But that's his prerogative. He's the head coach. You've thrown your toys out the pram and you've taken your ball home. That's but on why you. Did he fire him? Just quit. Why did he fire him? Make everybody's life better. Why did he fire him? 
The defenseman's 17th overall, second in takeaways this season, was by far the best performing unit on the Giants. Eurofens was 29th, I believe, third bottom. That's the side of the ball that the ball's responsible for. Why the hell is he firing people from the defensive side? Another of the thing, ball? they fell out a few weeks ago, and Dayball, yeah. Dayball, weak, weak, baldy Brian Dayball gives them. Um, Gives, gives Wink Martindale the game ball to make up to make all oh, friends come on friends with Saxy's mates what a snake Wink yeah come on Wink no. come back to Baltimore we'll have you yeah get out Wink and you fife them get out uh, this has been Otter I Ponds. wish I nominated the ball but still carry mm. <laughs> uh, look I, I love being I love being controversial uh, this has been Utter Punts and it's been far too long we'll see you next week